episode 27 of the Fantasy Sports Fiends Podcast. I am your host, Ron Ron, with Elias, a.k.a. The Goldie, and with Chris, a.k.a. Pooch. I told you, bro, he changed his name, man. What's his name? The Goldie. Fucking hat, Pooch. More more evidence today. I know you're getting at the the troll or the chat, which I never... I'm against, but my man posted up his whole squad like the pitching staff. Yeah, I was like, damn. I mean, it's a strong pitching staff. I don't know who called it weak. Nah. They probably no. It was some nice pickles you made early in the season. Cause Hector, Hector said, yo, I guess Calvin had hit me up and he's like, yo, your team is scary. Oh, whatever, like he always does. And so I was talking about it in the other chat, like with Hector in the Jess channel, like yo. Dude is hitting me up talking about my team is scary, but I don't pay them no mind or whatever. And then Hector goes, man. Like, you got to worry about your pitching staff. Like, it's looking mad weak. How long ago was that that you remembered today, May 11th? After, after the draft. <laughs> so I was like, oh, word. So you gave it enough time. You gave it enough time to build up. Yeah. The guy who has uh, basically the entire pitching staff of the Yankees, except for Garrett Cole and, like, Chapman, pretty much. The good guys. Yeah, he has Chapman. The, the wag ones. The oh, so he has Chapman. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. So I can't even make fun of him about that. Uh, but yeah, he you know he's biased, bro. Like no matter no, how no, good. Well, let me tell you something. This guy has Severino. No, I have Clubber, and someone else has Cole. I was like, so who does he have really that I'm? No, he has Chad Green, yes, like Jordan Montgomery. Who? He has a couple of dudes there from who? the Yankee staff. I mean, I'm saying like. He has mad relievers. He has, like, all relievers. And in general, he shouldn't be talking about anybody's team because his team is just basically... If the Yankees suck, he sucks in fantasy. Let's put it out there, right? Because he drives... I don't think he should be talking at all, but hey. And that, too. That's the game. But if anybody could be talking this week, is me. I won a fantasy basketball championship. Shout out to Telly, even though he's trying to discredit my championship. Uh, Shout out to Hector trying to discredit my championship. Which yeah, one is that? Two ones there, I, man. I, I want a, a basketball one too. The one. Oh yes, Yahoo lead. The, oh yes, I forgot. He tried Yo, to discredit he's him there too. Crying because I beat him by forty points. Oh, so let's discuss that because that's the. I mean, this is so we've had this argument before about ESPN versus Yahoo. My preference is ESPN, especially on the website, on the computer, on the PC. Uh, Yahoo, I like it. It shows the weather. It, 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 you could start your active players just you know with that one button. You could press it, but. That's the trick now. If you make a pickup, it erases all of that. Yeah. You have to do it all over again. It's mad to, annoying. So that's what happened to Hector. That's not Eliza's fault. It's the same way with Telly, who, who benched Joe Kick. And trying to do the math, I'm like, you know, we're quote-unquote, would have been tied if he would have started Joe Kick, and then in that case, he would have won. But who's to say I would have made the same pickups the rest of the weeks to, you know, for my matchup or whatever, you know, because I'm chasing certain categories. So, again, that's hindsight 2020. Telly, give me my props. I'm the champ. It's been a long time. The first of this year. Wait, but how did for not two, start him, though? Going for three. I did not start him, though. That's what I'm he, saying. So, he told, so peep bro. this. I, I didn't want to say that at the beginning of the I day. Th- I think a little more of a claim because of that stupid thing, but the thing well, is, bro, bro, you guys bro. have experienced it before. We've, we've been all playing with the same criteria. Exactly. It's not like it was only Hector. To your credit, I think, I don't know if it was the start of the playoffs or regular season, but you did tell somebody one day, hey, like, I don't want no excuses. Like, your lineup is not set. I mean, I would never do that. People I, should manage their own team. But you did that recently. I, I was telling him to say Hector. It was him. It was Hector. It was that same Monday. Oh, and so then he did it after. I told him, so like, yo, So, the same bro. guy, he gave him a heads up. of like, hey, your lineup is not set. Set uh, it up. Like, yo, say your lineup. Like, I'm there being a good Samaritan looking out for him. <laughs> and I didn't want no excuses because I know how he is. And he still came up with excuses. No, but I'm a crybaby. He calls me a crybaby. But he's there like, wah, wah, wah. I'm, yo, so to talk about, so Telly, I, I don't know what was going on. Oh, so I know the day before they said that Joker was questionable. He said okay. it was strategy. Questionable. Okay. What strategy? There's no strategy benching Joker. Nah, you know what it is? You got, he told me he got cocky. He was, like, trying to prove, a, I don't know. He also said that he had like a little business of like they play against the Knicks. He made all, all these different reasons of why to bench Joker. He was questionable. That's the only he reason got, I think. He got cute. He was initially benched. Me, I, I looked at it the whole day. I'm like, yo, he's toying with me. He's going to start joking eventually. Like, he's going to change his lineup before the game start. Uh, I'm foolish. Why did become responsible then I noticed that you don't worry about who the other person is. No, I, I did it. You guys are like, wow, no. You, well, no. I'm like, I don't give a shit, bro. You no. So, when it's a daily game, like, which is baseball and, and basketball, it matters because you're talking about, you're thinking no, about matchups. Like, Everyone should be responsible for their own team. Oh, no, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to tell somebody to start their you, players, bro. no. Yeah. So the only thing, I, I, and I would say, like, I know in the past with football, 
where like it matters in the sense of like you know football is once a week right and so the matches are that much more important like of importance right it's just wins and losses it's not categories it's not this and third and so in the past where it was like week 13 the final week of the season you know there's guys fighting for the players trying to get in this and third and it's that one dude like a dario who used to be in our team football whatever those guys right that don't set their lineups and it's like yo like the one dude i just need it. I, I don't care if you didn't set a line the other weeks but this week is week 13 and people are fighting for playoff spots and they want to make the playoffs and they need this they need points or whatever you want them to set that lineup, so it's like, yo, no, you it don't. might. It, it, I, I, I don't look. I'm a commissioner. No, that's fucked no, no, up. Listen. Nobody should be telling. I'm not commissioner. Anything. I'm not commissioner. It's a free what? world, bro. I'm you the could, commissioner, and I don't do that. When he was playing against me, he magically had his lineups. So no, so I was gonna say somebody to my right. No, 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 no. Well, like, I was gonna yo. say I'm a commissioner, and I, obviously I keep that's track of everybody's team. I keep track. Of, I, people hit me up all the time. Have a lives win. People hit me up all the time. Like, yo, what's up with this about? And I'd be like, yo, like I could text the person. Like at certain points and say whatever, nah, but bro. it's not on me. I'm not gonna do. The, I'm not gonna do somebody hand, else's bro. job. And so I'm not gonna lie. I would. You get. You weed out those people, right? We have and we have in other leagues. Like those people don't really exist. We have people no. that play through the each matchup and set that lineup, so we don't have to worry about that for the most part. I have no issues with that. That's extra bye week for me, bro. Right, and I'll so no, there's no. Room. Sad when you, you don't want you don't guys, want that bro. in there's any no league. There's no room for that in our league. No. It should. In fourteen man league, there's no room for that nonsense, bro. Money's good. It's and good. if you want a bye week, my man, go to another league. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, Pooch needs it. That's what happens when you don't win no championships or make it no championships. You, you want easy wins and shit. Me, I like to earn my wins, you know? I mean, I beat you for a championship, you. so that, that that whole theory, like, goes out the window. Nah, that's a different league. Bro. No, okay. that's a, that's a, damn, that was okay. a good, that was a good burn to come back. Yeah. I'm set up for dynasty, baby. I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I wasn't he even was supposed every to make week, the championship. He was there every week, picking up players, staying young. Yeah, you use, use up all your salary caps. I barely, <laughs> I was barely on that shit. I was barely on that shit. And still took you out, bro. Regardless of what comes out, that's that's exactly the point. That I'm there, getting young. (coughs) I'm playing for the future, and I still almost still lost, bro. By a lot. You needed a win. You built to win right there. Yeah. I didn't, and I still almost won. Mm -hmm. So how's how you? How is my thing not more impressive than your thing? You had a win. I didn't have to win. I had no pressure. My team is built for the long run. Like, like I'm saying, who got a championship in that league and who doesn't? That's nice. Hey, we'll so, see ten years from now. Cause like I said, there's a dynasty league. Now, dynasty league, and league. I, I've, I've, I've said it since last year. We'll judge by who has the most championships after ten years. This is like no, this is like that Yankee shit. We're gonna be like, yo, that first year, nah, that's in the past, bro. How many did you win since? Kind of thing, no, right? No, but it's recency bias. No, so. not for it's sure. Recent. No, it happened. That happened recently. Yo, so this question is for you, and I, I didn't put this in our bullet points to discuss, but it's. Fresh. This is your favorite team, the Colts. There's a rumor out there that Julio Jones is on the block, sort of, kind of, not really. And your team is out there. Like, they seem like not one of the favorites, but, like, the report is that the Colts are interested in looking into it. What do you think about that? Well, every player in the NFL should want to play for Indianapolis. That's how I feel. Oh, joy. Yeah, it's 70 degrees all year. There's no weather to deal with. It's in a dome. It's a quiet little town. But yeah, they should come play for our but, for our franchise for sure. Well, it didn't say that Julio Jones wants to play for them. It just said that they, the Colts are interested in Julio Jones, which they should be. That'd be but what, awesome. what about the fit and what about what would it take for the cost? Like, who would you be comfortable? Julio Jones? What would you be comfortable giving up for in a trade, knowing the money that he makes and you know he's thirty one or thirty two years old? I give him a first. It's gonna be a late first, anyways. <laughs> Can't say that by any other team. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Your team has a number. A late first. It should be a late first. Yeah, Wouldn't would it be after 20? What's Oh, that's a late. Okay. So. That's a late first. What's a late first to you? A late first, like, you know, 25. Oh, 32, after. 31, right? Yeah. yeah, my team's in contention. We'll see where your team ends up. But I can tell you before the season, we're going to have a later draft pick than the Jets. I can say it before any football's played. Well, yeah. That's yeah? nice. We'll so see. that's a late first. Playoff teams have late first. Well, Julio Jones, does he make down from borderline playoff team playoff team kind of thing to a championship contender you feel like that that move alone will put them over the hump like it would it would put us over the hump I mean I feel good about my team right now put you over the hump so you win the championship if you get Julio 
it'll make our chances a lot better. It's hard to win the championship, bro. Who the hell? So now over the hump. Let me ask you a question. Who besides Kansas City? Because you would have you would have bet that I put the Bills. Kansas City won the championship last year. You would have put the Bucks to win the championship from last year if you started from before the season. No one thought. No one thought Tampa was gonna win. Contenders. No, but no to win it all. Like, no one can say they could win it all. You had Kansas City all the way. I said I had Kansas City versus Tampa Bay, you know? But did Kansas City win? We're not doing this participation trophy shit that you guys love doing. Oh, I'm concerned. You're talking about before the season, not before the playoffs. You're always going to pick a favorite. I don't mean they're guaranteed to make it. It's mad hard to repeat. Exactly. And, and so why, how, I would I sound, how would I sound to say with championship bound? We have a very good team, yeah. And football is any given Sunday. If the Colts were to beat one of these AFC teams in the in the later rounds, you wouldn't be surprised. You'd be like, oh, shit, like they overcame nah, a lot of adversity. Nah, I'd be surprised. If the Jets win a Super Bowl, I'd be super surprised. That'd be like the biggest surprise ever. Biggest you make a ton of money ever? if you bet on them winning the Well, this year, yeah, maybe. Biggest surprise ever? Hell, yeah. If the Jets win the Super Bowl so next year. So, this say that the Jets have the biggest out. The Jaguars have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl than the Jets. They should. They got the number one pick. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but from other these bottom feeder teams. There's other white teams out there. Like who? Washington. Yeah, no. still the Jets. I just said probably make the playoffs. Anyways, I felt like he gave me like a generic answer. I was hoping for Washington more enthusiasm for his team getting Julio Jones. They're, Julio winning, the Jones? Di- they're winning the division. Cause only that division's way easier to win. Team. That's way easier to win than any other division in football, the NFC East. No, I know, but that's... He said, why is it making the playoffs? Why did it make the playoffs last year? So you're basically predicting them to win the division because that team, no. that division only has one playoff team per no. year. No, I'm not saying that. It's, it's, it's going to be, uh, I'll put the Giants in there. It's a three-team battle. Like, just remove the Eagles for this year. I don't think the Eagles are that good for this for just this year. I don't know. We're, the Eagles are the best team in that division, and this guy sees them as All right, like, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that when, bottom of the, when, when the regular season comes. Who I was right? expecting more enthusiasm for the uh, like pursuit of yeah. Julio Jones because your team is not known for really chasing like yeah, players no, and using their, their salary and this that third. So that's what it is. You're you're like skeptical that they I actually temper my expectations, bro. Uh, and a lot of the calls have been good. Let's say know? let's say the let's remove the calls from the equation. Like what team were you like Julio Jones if you were to be like yo he was on this team would be crazy the Jets. <laughs> Besides your own team, let's remove our own teams from the equation. Like, but no, like I don't really. I told you, like, I don't from, care what what team players go from to. From fantasy wise, team. like if you were to go to a certain team, you'd be like, oh shit, you go to this team, you'll kill in fantasy. Are, if you ask me, ship his ass to Green Bay, have him opposite Devontae Adams, I'd be Green Bay. If Aaron Rodgers uh, stays, if Aaron Rodgers stays, you're for sure. Okay, Green Bay is going to be a popular choice. He, he wants every receiver, Antonio Brown, but because it's easy, like if it makes sense, like if they no, no, like there, like if they were to like. Get a tell, another receiver. Tell, like, Aaron Rodgers, like, yo, we got you Julio Jones, shut the fuck up. Like, he'll, he'll at least have to shut up for the next year. Yeah. He can't say nothing. No, it makes sense, but do the Green Bay ever, do they ever make these moves? They never do. So, we'll you see. know, they signed Aaron Jones to that big contract, so I'm... I'm you guys actually threw out the team that I was like, yeah, that, that for those reasons well, as well. Keep him happy, sense, they get the get second receiver. receiver. Build you know, give Russell squad. some ammo. That, uh, that always works. But he already got good receivers around him, you know? That's Russell Wilson. And yeah. even if they get him, they, they still don't let him pass the ball. That too. So um, let Russell cook. They let him cook for like four weeks and then that's it. Bye-bye. Like, everybody got, crazy, bro. everybody got guys. They're like, yo, he's going to be MVP unquestionably. And it's always the first five, six weeks and then it dies out. Died out. They realize like, yo, we're passing way too much. No, 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 no. Forget about fantasy football. But to the topic of wide receivers, let's move on. So a couple of weeks ago, we started with free agency winners for running back and quarterback. Then we did the draft rookies. So let's do wide receivers and tight ends. Let's start first with the draft. If there's any uh, wide receiver that jumps out of you, like, all right, this guy for Dynasty or even redraft leagues, where we're drafting tomorrow, let's say, who's the first receiver you're trying to draft? Like, forget about rankings. Like, who's one guy that jumps out to you? That's the easiest answer in the world. Jamar Chase. Not even a question. Like, number one, he was the best talent. Number two, he went to the best situation. He's going to a team that doesn't have a lot of weapons. And Not he true. And he has a rapport with Burrow. I they agree with that part, yes. They were teammates in college. So he's going to be his go-to guy. 
I wouldn't like, say not not weapons because they got Tyler Boyd and T Higgins. No, they got so good, they got a good trio but, now. A but what I'm trio. gonna agree with you is that they before Burrow got hurt, they, they, got were, no end, they were one of the most pass heavy teams in the league. So it's not like that. So if you like basically remove AJ Green from the equation, which he is removed from the equation. And he's you add Jamar Chase. The report you said from him and uh, who's in the draft last year. Burrow, I just mentioned earlier. If those two, you know, he was on your dynasty team until you trade him. So now, right. I guess we don't know who he is. No, 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 it's not that. It's not that. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> it just slipped my mind. Yo, so yeah, I, I didn't pick him. I'm gonna go with the pooch first. I have Devontae Smith from the Eagles. It sucks because a lot of people were high on Tra- uh, Travis Fogum for for a bit at the end of last season, and they got Dallas Golder. They have who's the other receiver? The young one, Jalen Rager. That's the one I traded for with Burrow in the dynasty league, and so. um that's I got Devontae Smith, same kind of thing, right? He played with Hertz before. They have, you know, relationship from the yeah they did. Oh, I forgot about that. And so I just feel like the Eagles out of most of the teams in the top ten, I think the Lions are the other one that probably needed a wide receiver most. And so he's going to a place where he's gonna get the burn, he's gonna get you know the targets. And so I got Devontae Smith as the guy too. The the tricky question is, this is I'm talking about redraft. That was my answer for redraft. For Dynasty, it might be a different answer. I might go with Jamar Chase. Like it's like it's. I go for Jamar Chase for both. Go, Pooch, your turn. No, it's definitely Jamar Chase, but I like the Devontae Smith pick just because I think the Eagles are gonna suck this year in the sense of that their defense is gonna be trash, and they're gonna throw the ball a thousand and one times a game, which bodes well for this guy and Jalen Hurts. But you know Devontae should be the guy, and, and all those other and, guys, they they were just they just played well because no, of the position that. they were in. So if you take a guy who has like clean route running, I mean, hopefully it bodes well for him. He's never had an issue with his weight, but it's not NFL, bro. Like once you take a hit at like 165 pounds wet, like yeah. it's crazy, bro. But you know it, it the divisions are trash. There's gonna be a lot of shootouts. Um. All those NFC East teams, uh, I mean, aside from the Giants, I feel like just have very shaky, and the Redskins have the a very shaky, have a strong defense. Very shaky defense in the sense that like they're gonna put up a lot of points. It'll be similar to like what Dallas did last year. That's why I, I, I like presume like her having that kind of year where like they just have to air it out because their defense is so trash. Who's who's one receiver that jumps out of you as like damn like he went to this team? <laughs> Waddle. Who? Waddle. Dolphins. All the Dolphins, tool. yeah. Like, I like Waddle. I don't love him, but he reminds me of of Rugs. Like, I don't know. Like, they're really fast, like, skinny, smaller receivers. They got a lot of upside. But it's like that quote-unquote Tyreek Hill yeah, twice so, throughout the Patrick Mahomes quarterback. The problem is that everybody's trying to get Tyreek Hill 2.0. And, they don't have Patrick Mahomes as quarterback. And, you know, everybody's not Tyreek Hill. Like, he's not something that's a new Well, Tyreek Hill wasn't Tyreek Hill either in the he, beginning, right? He, he grew into a, a no, route but, runner and, but he, and catcher. But he was scoring touchdowns. No, but you know what I'm he saying. Like, in the beginning, plays. they were saying he was kind of raw. And, like, he didn't really but he was become as great as he is now. Years, what I'm saying. Like, he right. was more of a running back that first year. Honestly. He was getting a lot of handoffs. People don't even remember that. But what I'm saying is that Tyreek Hill is one of a kind. He's an anomaly. He's not a new trend. So people got to stop looking for that. It's like Patrick Mahomes. They start looking for a bunch of Patrick Mahomes. Like, you think they're going to find them just because they're looking for them? Nah. You might see people that resemble them, but when they come to a pros, it's a whole different ballgame. In college, you could do your thing. You come to a pros, it's a different ballgame. And I don't see Waddle being a Tyreek Hill. Maybe I'm wrong. But they he played with this guy, too. With Tua. Mm-hmm. So they have that connection, but I, I don't see it. One, he has a lot of competition over there. Yes, he does. You got Parker. You got Fuller. You got Fuller. Seki. So right there, like, mm, for Dynasty, maybe, but for redraft leagues, I'm definitely not touching him. And I I don't know. I think he's definitely one of the losers, but to me, I, your winner's my loser. Because <laughs> I, I feel like um Smith helps... Hurts more than Hurts helps Smith. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like it's kind of hard to say it because I don't feel necessarily that one has to do good for the other to do good. I think one could do good and the other one doesn't do good. It's like when, when remember when Tim Tebow was playing fantasy and he was killing it. Decker and Thomas, they had their games, but they weren't studs. You know what I'm saying? They were all right. 
but Tebow was killing it. Like right. in that mode, I'm saying like he'll be all right. He might have like seven to eight hundred yards, but is he gonna be great? I don't think so. Now, your timing of a t- bringing up Tebow is crazy because you just signed yesterday with the Jaguars to play tight end apparently, trying to do a Taysom Hill kind of thing. But anyways, yeah, yeah. we're not gonna talk about that because he's irrelevant. Just, just for the sake of uh, picking someone else, it would definitely be uh, like Bateman has like the most. You to took take, my answer, bro. The most, the most to take in the sense of like having an opportunity and making the most of it. Uh, I'm worried about Burrow because like they didn't give him any protection still. Right. I thought, I thought they should have took uh, Sewell. But, you know, they went for the big receiver, and I didn't think receiver was a big issue for him. I like a lot, I like how T. Higgins played last year, and Tyler Boyd had a really good bounce-back year last year. I mean, the more the merrier, but I thought they should have took the left tackle. But Bateman, bro, he has to compete with Hollywood Brown. And if right. anything, like, talking to uh, Tyreek Hill, like, conversation, they, they thought Hollywood is the next, you know, Tyreek Hill, and he could be that. In a sense, like a little like generic version, but Bateman should be the guy who gets most looks, and I just really hope he don't end up being another Bashard Perriman. This is the thing. I think in fantasy, like Lamar, he Lamar, plays with Lamar Jackson. That's what I was gonna say. Just off that's that, the, that's that's the comparison that I have with Hurts. Like you see, how Lamar's a great fantasy quarterback, and having those weapons helps him or whatever. But which one of them besides Andrews is a consistent star or whatever? Yeah, and even Andrew know. had a, has a, had his struggles this year. Hollywood right. Brown doesn't do nothing. Okay. Nobody on that team does Those, nothing. These kind of players like, like they be, have their games where they blow up and they do crazy, but it's not consistent. Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I just think Bateman went to the team where it's like you you banking on touchdowns. You know the Ravens offense bounced back, and sure, you know he could do his thing as a rookie. But, but you're gonna trust it? Do we trust Hollywood Brown? Like well, we, Bateman reminds me of Keenan Allen, honestly, bro. Like he could be a possession receiver that gets a lot of reception, a lot of. Yeah, no, you know, a possession he's not guy. a big play dude, but he could be a great receiver. And but the thing is that, how much is that gonna be utilized when you're playing with Lamar Jackson? No, so I agree. that's my worries with with Devontae Smith. Like, yeah, he could be a good receiver. He could have great games, but how consistent he's gonna be with Hurts throwing him the ball? You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, the stats all around might look good, but when you look at the game log, you're gonna see like thirty points, two points. 20 points, 5 points. You know what I'm saying? I don't like players like that. Some people live and die with those players. Me, I prefer the 10 to 15 points every week or something. Like, no, I know I you miss the consistency, bro. I know. No, no, I, and I agree with you. I, like, I, I guess it's going to be up and down, roller coaster. Um, the one guy, they only lost, like, if I'm more to look, like, who left that team and this is who Bateman's replacement is only Willie Sneed. And Willie Sneed was a possession, people, like a people no kind of guy. There's no other team but uh, other than Mark Devontae Andrews. That reminds me of Amari Cooper. Like, that's what he reminds me of. Which is a good player, but what if he's a poor man as Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper's already not that great, and he gets hurt all the time because of his fragile, like, body or whatever, and that's what I'm worried about with Devontae. He's going to be injury prone. You mentioned that, too. Let's move on to tight end. I think the, the obvious tight end winner for rookies is Kyle Pitts. It'll be even a bigger winner if they trade Julio Jones as far as targets go. Is there? There's no debate here, right? We're in agreement Kyle Pitts for redraft or dynasty, or there's somebody that jumps out at him nah. besides Pitts as a winner, as a guy you would target in fantasy. I don't know how much I should say about this topic because we are in a league that my man over here thinks he's the goat of because he won one championship and then I'm not going to help him out. I mean, you I think mean our, our draft is not for another month, but go ahead, mention. You think he's going to forget? This is Pooch, you know, he's Mr. 420, so yeah, I think he'll forget. Well, you know who I really, really like? Maybe he's not the biggest winner because I guess Kyle Pitts. But I would like to a name, yeah. But let me name, name a, to monitor. I'm not an obvious name because everybody's going to pick Kyle Pitts. I'm going to pick McKitty, who went to the Chargers. Okay. Because McKitty, I like that he's talented. I like them. I wanted to just target him later in the draft. And not only that, but he's playing with Herbert. You're talented and you're playing with Herbert. They Do just, the math. They I'm just not a mathematician. Lo- no, no, he, they just lost Hunter Henry to the Patriots. They Patriots, lost Hunter Henry. But they did sign Jared Cook. So that's the only thing was like they signed yeah, a veteran. Jared, I know he's Jared a, Cook is a one year, two year max. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, no, we're talking dynasty, right? That's a, that's a good thing to put. You have anybody else that jumps out of you, or you're just a Kyle Pitts and that's it? Like kind of for redraft or dynasty for tight end. Dynasty, uh, Jordan. Devin Jordan went to Houston because, I mean, it's not a new opportunity for him. Was that the guy you wanted to just also to look into? Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's, a, that's a company knows about him. 
He's saying throwing it. All right. For loser, it's hard to pick a loser. Like, to be honest with you, besides Kyle Pitts, there weren't really any tight ends that really jumped out of the page as far as like, oh, shit, you have to draft them early and and whatever. The tight ends are crapshoot, and it doesn't really change with me with Kyle Pitts. Cause you like Revan Jordan as a winner, you're saying? Yeah, for Dynasty. For sure, not for this year. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, Going in forward, redraft yeah. leagues, um, he's the biggest loser, Revan Jordan, because he went to Houston. Because if Deshaun Watson don't play, he's going to have a whack-ass year. But in Dynasty, if Deshaun Watson comes back, that's an ill quarterback to have, and I love his talent. It's just in the sense that tight end end is the hardest position to gauge. Like, you can't even compare it to anything in other sports because it's such a crapshoot. Like, was the last good rookie tight end that came out that's been killing it? There's a lot of horrible You know, there's a lot of horrible. There's a lot of reaches the last few years. Like, the Giants even reached for Evan Ingram a couple years ago, and he hasn't. Yeah, he's been good, but... Really, I mean, no, great. first-round talent, no. No, but at yeah. least we've seen the flashes with him. Well, other guys, you don't even see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he had a 700. You know, like I tell you, yeah, like, but off drafted, the top of my head, besides, like, the whole first-round is, like, Eric Ebron. Was Eric Ebron ever anything? Like, was, yeah, Ebron was, he like, was drafted. He was a good player, but yo, never... But that's exactly what I had the argument with Jad, that he wanted to just to take Kyle Pitts number two. And um, I was like, no, until, until he did it, exclusive tape watching with Zach Wilson is what you're saying. Exte- sorry, extensive All I'm tape saying watching. is film, that film watching. I never felt just comfortable. Just that one throw across his body that everyone's yo, like losing their mind over. And I'm yo, like, but for the reason that Chris mentioned, I never felt good taking... Look, first of all, I have not seen a tight end be drafted in the first round that's been good. Top and, 10. Besides Hawkinson. And, and top 10 even less. Like, name me one. Good, but not amazing. Like, oh, my yeah, God, exactly. we got to grab this guy. And was Hawkinson worth a first-round pick? No. Hell no. He's, He's the best one. Yo, Tyler Eifert, bum. Uh, Ebron, bum. The dude from the Bucks, bum. Like, um, any tight end that <laughs> you can Howard. think of. Yeah, any dude that got drafted in the first round has been bums or busts or whatever you want to call them. There hasn't been not one good one. And... All, that, the, all the legends are, got drafted later than round one. Yeah. Kelsey, Kittle. They all, that's what I was trying to say. Like, I'm not taking Kyle like Pitts. All these guys, all not, these guys that came out. Like, yeah, and they're like, oh, Kyle Pitts is different. I'm like, I don't give a damn if he's different. They say that about every guy. I don't I don't want him. So you're, you're not, I'm not even touching Kyle Pitts this year, at least as a rookie. No, it depends. Like, you know, it depends on No, but he's going to go that. super high. I meant for he, is, he wants, is, he is. Everybody wants the next, like, great breakout tight end. And the thing is, he's in a good spot because if you looked at it, Marron has, you know, fed his tight ends pretty well. No, yeah, yeah. He's you look at it like, spot. yeah, like uh, Tony Gonzalez, like all these other guys going through the years. And even like Caden Hurst last year had a really good year. So this kid Pitts is good. Who was that dude that went to the Browns before him? Hooper. Yeah. Awesome. Hooper. Hooper. Hooper had a yeah, good Hooper year. Yeah, Hooper had a hell yeah one. So. No. That was a one year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one year. Tight ends succeed. But do I trust them? No. Especially where he's going to go. Am I reaching for him? No. In the dynasty, maybe. But Where's he gonna go? He's redraft, gonna go who, in the who, dynasty. How many uh, redraft? How many? Already, how many Titans go in front of Kyle Pitts? Like right now. A handful. That's it. Not many. I saw it. Kittle, Kelsey. No, no. It's more than what Waller. you think. It's like Waller. it's like seven players that go in front of him. Honestly. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's, he's it's, like in the middle of the pack. But even, I bet you he doesn't. I bet you seven. I bet you like was, five. By the time we draft in August, he was yes. ranked ahead of guys like Tanyan. Guys have had pretty good seasons that there's no reason to think right, I can't do draft, good. Would you draft with Denver's current situation? Would you draft mm-hmm. Noah Fant or Kyle Pitts? Noah Fant is ranked lower. I remember him being one of the people that so ranked lower than than Kyle Pitts or whatever. And who would I take? I no. So this is, you got to reword the question because it's not about value. Let's not get Who's into the whole value. I'd rather wait for North no, Fan no, and draft. No, 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 no. No, like, like if, who would you take? Just, like, if just you to have. Who do you think is gonna have a better like fantasy? You kind of that's the that's a different yeah, question. You, you know, like forget about that's value, forget about rankings. Value, who you rather have? Like, get fan later. No. Who's their quarterback? Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, if it's Aaron Rodgers, different. If it's Aaron Rodgers, no fan. But what about Tanyan and 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 Pitts? Since Aaron Rodgers makes a difference. I like Tanyan, but I just feel like. Is he going to be consistent, though? That's the scary part about Tanner. So I, I prefer to the go... The kid has hype, bro. It's a great situation. But you can't go wrong out. with either one. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah. not going super high where you're going to regret it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, usually know, when bro. you draft rookies, like when you took Tavon Austin in the, three, in the third round when he was a rookie year, 
like that. What year was that? It was like 2012. I don't care, because you was mentioning that's crazy. Charles Johnson. Yeah. I took him in the seventh round, and you're comparing it to Tavon Austin in the third round. Yeah, that's, that's crazy memory right there. Yeah, remember yeah, when you took Ben Tate? Ben Tate, bro. Remember when you took Ben Tate? Yeah, I remember. And, like and, round four? And, and Garrison. Now it's Toby Girl from Girl. Toby Girl in the, Toby in the same draft. Holy shit. I mean, he got on the Madden. Yo, I made the, I made, I made the play the playoffs that year. Yo, in the same draft, he took those. No, guys. I didn't. I didn't make the play that year. Yo, I was like, yo, bro, you got those years. You got nah. the worst running backs in the history, the, son. Yeah, but I made up for it. I got like more Miller, Fred bro. Jackson, and Lee. It's all good. You make the up only for one it. I remember, bro, from like years ago, like touching this guy's memory, it was just like Danny took Zach Stacy in like round two, round three. Remember, he had like that decent year. So, yo, Zach Stacy's a beast. And my man Todd really came in and said, Who the hell is this guy? Yo. Yo, that was bad. That was real oh, bad. Man, but that's fun times. And we're going time machine, bro. Like, nah, but Tavon Austin was terrible. Yo, but you took Tavon Austin at the line. He never I got tackled like, in high school, bro. I was like, yo, Pooch, do you know that how this works? Like, I know you haven't played fantasy before because I think that was your rookie year. Yeah, it was. And I was like, yo, Pooch, don't do that again. And you never did it again. You see, you learn. Well, I think he's out the league. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I think he thinks he's, he's around. He's, he's Tavon Austin's around. Player. But the point was that that's a super reach. In tight end, is there such thing as a reach? Honestly, like I mean, unless you're taking him over the top three dudes. But not for nothing, like the evolution, the- evolution has changed everything, though, bro. There's more analytics. There's more uh, chances being uh, taken. Quarterbacks go way later than they used to, bro. You used to that that quarterback round one, round two, round three was very popular, like for years, like. When fantasy first started, I mean, people learned the hard way. In the last few years, you know, a, a couple of people were ahead of the curve, and then it sucked because when people it's caught always, up to yeah. it, I take it back. People haven't learned the hard way because it's always that one person. You know, that one person that wants to be the first one. I want Patrick Mahomes. I want Lamar Jackson. Well, the whole idea, the whole idea is was it that you last year? Mm-hmm. I was nah, in Mahomes. I was in Mahomes. I tell you straight up, man. But I hopefully, hopefully he gets at me because he's listening to this. <laughs> but Calvin took Lamar Jackson last year. And it's just like, yo, bro, you can never get what you, like... And he was mad about Lamar Yo, you can't trade him. You can't trade him because it's like, yo, you're going to feel like you you burned yourself with your pick. And, like, just out of stubbornness, bro, you're not going to take a lesser offer just because you're like, yo, I took this guy in round two. He's supposed to be scoring 30 points a game for me. It's like... Nah, man, you got to, like, stick with consistency. He should have learned that the Cam Newton's MVP year, bro. When, when, when Cisco no, that's, took this has been a thing for fantasy. Round, I was like, yo, this has been a thing for fantasy the last every decade. Every year that happens. Every year, every, yes. a quarterback is randomly first in points. And then next year, he goes early, like in the first or second and round. And doesn't finish first. And, and never finishes first. And for, for never. Some people, I haven't seen one quarterback repeat ever. No. Or running back. Yeah. Only receiver sometimes. He's speaking for me. He's speaking for me. And every was, year, there's always a quarterback that is not ranked in... Round one or two, and it gets no, taken no, around like two. in the top ten, and they end up top five. Like last year, right. with Aaron Rodgers, he ended up being what like right top five somewhere. And yeah. He was like ranked like twelve or thirteen, like two or three years in a row. Yeah, and then he came back, and all of a sudden he's the goat again. But um, there's only one dude that consistently is first in points in his position every year, and that's Travis Kelce. Just wanted to give him an honorable mention because no, so we want to talk about tight ends. No, you just know that there's certain guys that are never gonna leave that mold of like one or three. Like there's always gonna be like these consistent dudes that should be valued higher. Like that's how it was with Antonio Brown all those years. A B and his prime, he was always number one. Always number one. It didn't matter if you didn't finish number one in, in, in the end of the year. You just knew if you took a chance, like, say, like... He wouldn't finish outside the top five. So yeah. you knew what you no, were getting. Like, he was literally... He finished number one, like, no, three no, years in a row. No, no but I'm yeah. saying, though, like, even, like, rankings-wise, he was ranked up there. And you knew, remember like, out of all the guys, he was the one that you knew, like, remember when you the took, safest one. Yes, the Marius Thomas. Thomas. Yes, Thomas I, remember. I remember. But that was, like, the first year of Tony Brown finishing first. Like, right that was, like, the first year but, of the streak or whatever. But he wasn't ranked first. The Marius Thomas ranked second. This guy got Q and took. Oh, nah, the Marius Thomas wasn't right exactly. I was like, yo, that was, that was that a was Peyton Manning Osweiler year, right? Where they won yeah, the Super Bowl? No, that was the year that was, I was yeah. like, yo, Peyton Manning's the man, nah. and this guy's going to kill mm-hmm. Peyton Manning. I know what it was. You remember the show, The League or whatever? What was the wife's name? Jenny? The one that played fantasy football? The one that was good? Well, the commissioner's wife. The commissioner, the commissioner's wife, like, she, she had a thing against short people. She only liked to have tall people on her team. <laughs> So that's why Ronnie took Demarius Thomas because yeah, he's I like he's like AB nah he's too short to be a stub receiver. I'm taking Demarius Thomas. Ah, Demarius like broke records the year before now. 
No, I was, was expecting. It was. Nah, it was after that. It was like two it years. Was like a, it was the after. No, no, I'm saying like he, the year prior to going into that. Yeah, year, AB still like, finished ahead of him that year. I'm telling you, AB at that time nobody was touching him. Uh, speaking of AB, let's go to wide receivers for free agency. AB just resigned with the Buccaneers. Got a cheap deal, whatever, whatever. But I want to speak about guys that either move teams or guys that gain value from guys that left that team because of free agency, whatever. I'll start first. My wide receiver that I forgot the biggest upgrade in free agency or just the offseason in general is Cooper Cup. This dude went from Gar- uh, Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford. That's a big upgrade right there. I just looked at his numbers last year. Like, yo, this dude is – him and Robert Woods are ranked outside the top 15. But – this dude just literally felt this. I'm using my fingers here to say this short of 100 catches and 1,000 yards last year. Mm-hmm. But he already had three touchdowns, which we could just be like, yo, this fucking quarterback sucks. And the offense, the Rams offense in general was just bad last year. So he's one guy that I just looked at like, yo, just that quarterback upgrade, he gained a lot of value this offseason. Uh, someone to target. I'm just going to mention a couple of names. I want to cross this guy out, but Robert Woods already mentioned, and A.J. Brown. There's no Corey Davis. They lost uh, John o. Smith as well in free agency. So that dude is literally have nobody else to throw to. They're going to run the ball You're a thousand times. Josh Freeman. Josh Freeman. <laughs> the, the Titans? Yeah, the Titans. <laughs> Josh Freeman is a good. So I'm going to lie. I told you him in fantasy, son. Yeah. That's not a bad late dart, yeah, to be honest with you. A Josh late Freeman dart. This thing is that Corey Davis. Yo, draft him in the fantasy <laughs> league. He's probably a free agent. He's no, listen. For, uh, as a late dart, now, he's probably oh, mastered. Thanks for the advice, bro. For the late dart, Josh Reynolds is not a bad... Like, if I were to be going a deep sleeper as a pick instead of, like, a Cooper Cup, Josh Reynolds is not a bad option. Yeah, Somebody's yeah, replacing you, Corey Davis. You gotta get younger. You gotta get younger, Pooch. No. <laughs> instead of here criticizing me for being young. Anyways, Sorry. anybody jumps out for you for wide receiver or somebody that either switch teams or... or like, like, either switch team or just gain value for somebody that left their team. The biggest winner, I want to say... Nah, I'm gonna sound mad biased. Forget it. Nah, Chris, Chris, do you have a... Corey a, Davis? A, is that what you want to say? Corey Davis, he so, went to... Is that same He don't have A.J. Brown. You know what I'm saying? He went from the number two target I'll to the number so, one bro. target. I like that kid, bro. I like Mims a lot, man. Like, I feel Not like just he's that, supposed they just to be a guy. He's going to be that much of... That soon, though? Bro, do he has to develop first. Crowder and Moore? What do you mean develop? They got one of the best rookie receivers last year. They have a lot of mops With C.D. Lamb and all these other guys, he was, like, the third best receiver last year. You think After so? After Justin Jefferson and C.D. Lamb, I really think Denzel Mims was the best receiver. Yo, out of them th- and he was playing with Darno, who didn't know what he was doing. And the uncertainty to mention Flacco T. Higgins, but it's all right. and all the other guys. Bro, from your mouth to God's ears, bro. <laughs> like, I hope so. Like, he does look good, but... I like him more than Higgins, I don't want to get ahead of my... Nah, you bugging. Yeah. Higgins? Higgins is a truth. Bro, you, you guys forget that Mims was hurt a lot of the, a lot of last year. Yeah, but what if he And when he came on, I was hurt. watching the Jets, and I was like, that kid's going to be a problem. That's all I got. No, from no, him. that's that's what everybody got. But the numbers be. can't back it up. We didn't see enough of him yet. Exactly. But on tape, but on tape, no. Of his you know? per, per game average and like the effect he was having on everything, bro. He has Crowder around him. Like I really do like the Jets receiving core. Like they actually have. Well, remember like, if this kid Wilson is the goods, and I'm using like explanation, whatever hypothetical, DK signals like. If this kid, Zach Wilson, is supposed to be the goods, then why can't they both be successful? You feel me? Like, yeah. they could both be fantasy relevant. What do you think? That Higgins is not going to be good just because Chase is there and all? Like, you know? Like, Burrow should be able to feed both of them, no? Yeah, I mean, we got to see how Burrow comes back, man. You always got to go with these people that come back from injury, man. I, I just... Except for Carson Wentz. He's going to come back good. He wasn't hurt. <laughs> he played like he was. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to move on to... But not Kenny. Kenny Gallagher. Wait, can you ask me you, that? You pick him in as a winner? Yeah. Okay, go, go ahead. Why? They got the Cardovius Tony or whatever the fuck. Yeah, they got bro. Mad Mouse to feed over there. Who? Mad Mouse to feed over there. Nah, bro. Look at my sheet. Who do I have as one of the honor mentions for losers? Losers is Kenny Galladay. Bro, we're picking in fantasy. Now, we're not talking about... This. He's a big-time acquisition in real life, but we're talking about fantasy. Yeah, I, he's, he's going from the... He's going from the number one option in Detroit... Yeah, he's the number one option still with the Giants, but there's a lot more weapons in the Giants this year than there ever was in in Detroit. As far as scoring chances in the offense. Let's talk about Kenny Galladay and how how highly ranked he was last year. And I was like, why is this guy ranked so high? It makes no sense to me. Because I was like, he plays in Detroit, and other than what you guys think of Stafford, I always thought Stafford in Detroit 
which is an average old another quarterback. Since he lost Megatron, I never thought he had like he made anyone around him better. Yo, Daniel Jones is gonna let it fly. Like he, we seen that that he's not scared to let the ball fly. Bro, they're not gonna feed this guy Tony. Like I just don't believe in this guy Cardari. It's not just Tony, it's Shepard. It's Tony. Evan Ingram. Shepherd. Barkley will be back. Slayton. That's, like, that bunch of him. Slayton's the only one that you could tell me that I'm like, oh, okay. But what, you have to force feed Ingram? Like, what have these what guys do been mean? doing all Shepherd these years? Shepard gets targets. Ingram gets targets. It's just a lot of targets. A lot of, but a you lot say, of you're saying, you guys saying all these names. And so you said Slayton, which I think he has some real talent. So Ingram what doesn't have Shepherd? talent? Ingram doesn't what have has talent. What has he done with it? You gotta throw someone the ball that's not producing. Bro, Daniel Jones was that's like Gary Sanchez going up to the plate every time, and then you see him strike out three times in the game. You're like, yo, but you know they they still feed him every time he goes up to the plate. He's like, yo, bro, after a while you gotta show up, bro. I've been there with Ingram. I gave him a chance. Ingram only had one bad year, bro. He's been in the league four years. The other three years, like when he He's was on the field, he plays great. Not great. He was number one tight end before he got hurt. Not two great. years ago, number not one. Great. I had him two years ago. And he was number one before he got hurt. No, Skiz had him. And he got hurt. The year that Skiz got him, yeah, and then he got hurt. And but and there was a year that he had 700 yards and he did good and he played the whole year. That's Was that the year that you had him? I'm just saying. He's the point is that the dude does good when he's been on the field. Just last year he was on the field and didn't do nothing. My man drops everything, But it was bro. partly because who was their quarterback? Daniel Jones missed a lot of games last year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the problem, bro. I don't know. No, the main point is that Galladay is on a team with a lot of weapons, and the target share is not going to be the same as it was in Detroit. Didn't he wake up after I traded him to you, Evan Ingram? He was having... He did all right. Yeah, yeah. He did all right. I'm saying for how how highly touted he is, he's been rather disappointed. He was playing without a quarterback last year. You can't throw yourself the ball. Yeah. I, I, if, if you ask uh, me, we're in the top of every England. They also signed Kyle Rudolph, who's a red zone target. Go ahead, no, go ahead. I just wanted to put that out there. I'm just saying, so more I think Valley's gonna have a great year. And so for loser, I have here Will Fuller. This dude went from the number one receiver in the Texans, was killing it before his suspension, to having two as his quarterback. You mentioned earlier that you didn't like Waddle as a redraft option this year because of the same reason they cancel each other out both of them and Devontae Parker so I have Will Fuller as the biggest loser at wide receiver I just want to mention Juju and Kenny Galladay <laughs> as I don't know mentions Juju uh, had the chance to go to Kansas City decided to stay with the Steelers he became their third option so I just wanted to put him if Juju would have went to Kansas City he would have been my biggest winner but oh. this guy decided to do some dumbness and he's not my biggest loser but my biggest loser is Whoever, whatever receivers are in the Detroit Lions, because I don't even know who the hell <laughs> they, they signed. Have. Perman, they signed. Uh, I like Perman this year. Because <laughs> somebody got to be a winner. They signed, oh, Tyrell Williams for Some, the Raiders. Somebody got to be a winner. It can't be Tyrell Williams. So Tyrell I'm, Williams and Perman will sign oh with the my, Lions. Yo, they have the. They do. Yo, whoever. You I'm, know who's the biggest winner? And, and I, don't, I don't have him here as a winner for tight end, but I'm going to change my answer is TJ Hawkinson. He's the biggest one. He's going to, because they don't have no receivers. TJ Hawkins is going to be the biggest one. Yo, for real, because, yo, they got no receivers. They got Jared Goff as the quarterback. Yo, I am streaming defenses against the Detroit Lions this year, and they might go 0-16 again. They might go 0-16 again because, yo, that is the most trash situation I've heard of. That's worse than whatever the Jets I literally, live on air, and this this is not on air, but, you know, live on the podcast, I just changed my answer because I had here Tyler Higby, but no. My answer is TJ Hawkins, and he came to me. There's no weapons there. So he's their best weapon at at tight end. Uh, Pooch, what do you have as, like, a tight end that this offseason? That one? Well, a winner, like somebody who gained value or you like, y'all. Tim Tebow. Where's Marvin Lewis at? I mean, not Marvin Lewis, Marvin Jones. Where's Marvin Jones at? He went to Jacksonville. Tim Tebow gets to play with his old coach. He gets to be a new version of Tyson Hill because there is a diagram for that. Are you, are you serious? I thought you were just trolling. Why would I be trolling? He gets to play with Ooh. his former coach. He said Tim Tebow is a tight end winner. Big up. He might be the starter, bro. I'm drafting him in Dynasty, baby. <laughs> Who's there? They don't have a tight end. Yo, is he available in the Dynasty League? He should be. You better look into that because I'm going to be tight. He should be. He should be, but I just don't know about position. But as a tight end, though. I don't know about that. They better fix that, yo. That's what I'm saying, though. And when he goes in for his gadget plays, he has that ability. He's playing with his former head coach. I thought he was joking. He's playing with his former head coach. Bro, there's a reason why he went to Jacksonville. Out of all teams, there's a reason why he came out of retirement out of all there's, times now. There's no other coach, there's no other system that he would play in 
unless it was Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer's going to do some funny shit, and he's either going to work, is he going to be, like, is going to work somehow because they got one of the best quarterback prospects since Andrew Luck, or it's going to fail miserably. <laughs> there's that, no, there's that, no in between. There's no in between. But it's not like he's going to be a decent guy. Like, but the good thing for Tim T was that he has no competition in Jacksonville. Who the hell are their tight ends? They have no tight ends. But they did yeah. draft two tight ends, though. They did draft two tight ends. I don't know who they are, but they were drafted. I don't remember their names. But that's the thing, though. It's just that there's so many... That, like, tight end is so unpredictable that that's a hard question to answer, so... Might as well be ridiculous, and if that shit works out, I'm a profit, bro. <laughs> That's what he likes to do. He just throws shit in the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. What about you? Who you have as a tight end winner? My tight end winner is Dallas Goddard because he plays with my boy Jalen Hurts, and Zach Ertz is is on his way out. It's not confirmed yet, but it's like every report everybody says he should knows. be out by. If he's not traded, which he probably won't, he's gonna be released because I don't see them keeping him. Like. The, it's been long overdue. They've been mentioning this. How much longer are they going to keep him? Uh, Carson Wentz is not there no more, so what's the point? There is no point. They're going young. Why would you have an old fart taking reps from the young dude? No, it makes I, no sense. What are you talking about? You're talking about that is golden. That, that Zach Ertz, got, got to be on his way out. They're going to cut him. Isn't he out already? No, he's not out yet. He's still on the team. They try to get a mid-round pick, which is foolish. Yeah, they're not going to get nothing for him, bro. So, my tight end loser is a, is a two. He was gone. It's, it, they go hand-in-hand. Hand. Hunter Henry and John o. Smith, they both went to the Patriots. They're not going to recreate Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Not with, at least not with those two guys. Like, yeah, the Patriots' office might be better off, like, offensively. I don't know, man. But I, I, I can't see how either of these two finish as a top 10 fantasy option, like, you know, Yo, what they were last year. Cam, one year removed, back back in shape. Oh, please say this. Coming, please. With, coming with a vengeance. Please, no, no. Say it with seriousness in your voice, though. No, right. I don't want to no backtracking later. You think Cam's gonna have a good year? Oh, he has Cam in Dynasty. Yeah, no, no. He's, he's doing a sales he's, he's job. He's doing a sales nah. job. He's projecting. He's no, he's doing a sales it's job. Not right a now. sales job, right. man. No, I want to hear it clear. I don't want to hear later. Oh, you know, I was just talking. Nah, I want you to say I it think, loud. I think, I think there's potential. I don't think we should dismiss that them and be good. like, yo. They're not gonna be good. These guys were top ten fantasy they're options. They're not gonna be what they were. They're not gonna be Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. That's just ridiculous. But don't get it twisted. These guys are talented, and Cam could have a bounce back I, year. So they could be better than what expected. Is what I'm saying. Cool. And what I'm saying is that they cancel each other out. It's like if even I don't if, think they cancel each other out. I think they run more the same way it used to be, um, back when they had Hernandez and Gronk in the sense that. One is really a, a third receiver. He's really a slot receiver, which was Hernandez, and Gronk was the blocker. So whichever two, one of the two is better at blocking. I think Jones was going to be Gronk, and and Hernandez is going to be... Um, Henry. Henry's going to be Hernandez. So Henry got good you're saying that Hunter Henry is going to murder somebody. So that's what I'm saying. Mm, no, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. That's not what you're going to murder on the field. Yo, can <laughs> I give y'all answers for this? Answer? trying to get kicked off the air and stuff? Nah, nah, this is, you can say anything. Ban uh, from, the, from the radio. Nah, but they, I think they could both do well, and I don't think they cancel each other out because in but, reality... If you but both, if they both do well doesn't that mean Cam's gonna do well <laughs> no I'm just saying yeah. the way you said they cancel each other out I don't think that's gonna Bro, be I that say much of an issue these guys were top because 10 they, fantasy good, tight ends last good. year I agree with you but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that doesn't that mean that Cam's gonna do good though Why? no cause I was talking in in a, in, in a sense that they shouldn't cancel each other out so because that, they both play so tight ends so that's like saying like one receiver is ill so the wide receiver two is gonna lack like no bro or, like there's more or, than two people to throw the ball to or the other option is that just one of them does kill it and the other one doesn't and the other no, one doesn't I think we they don't know can, which one is which I think they cancel each other out like it's like yo like they were top 10 fantasy options Hunter Henry. and they probably gonna finish like the top 15 to 20, like in that range. I, I don't believe in Jonah Smith, honestly. Personally, like, I don't see. You ask the, me. I don't see all the hype. I don't. I never saw it. I never jumped on that oh, bandwagon. When you loved them, and Donald, you guys loved them, and Dan loved them, I was like, I don't see it. And the only love, reason. I'm not a, he got hurt. Let me clear you. Let me and look, look at that country he got. It's for a reason. It's not because he's clear it's it The reason is hype. Let me clear it up. There's a reason for that. I'm with Let Pooh, me Hunter Henry. Everybody loved Delaney Walker in, te- in Tennessee. And they were chasing Delaney Walker. They were like, ooh, Tennessee knows how to incorporate tight end. Jonu came in like a fresh prospect, and it looked all good. And, bro, it hasn't worked out. 
It hasn't worked out at all. He had a little flash last year, then he got hurt. So everyone can say, like, oh, look at that little flash he had. Bro, he got his money, man. I'm happy but for But even the, guy, the year but... before that, he underperformed like crazy. Well, the year before, he wasn't really, like, starting. He's like, he's like, Delaney. No, he was, Delaney was still no, there. But he had chances. Delaney That's... got hurt, as always. And he didn't do nothing with it. He was mad and consistent. He's always been a consistent. And he's overrated. He's a hype man. You know, he, you know what I could bring to, bro? Really, honestly, you remember so the, you, the backup for the for the Panthers when they had Olsen? Who was that? Oh, Ian, Ian Thomas? Thomas? Ian Thomas, bro. Yeah, that's a good like, comparison, bro. So even with your, even with what you guys are saying, you you're basically agreeing with me because I'm picking him as a loser. He could be He's a loser. Both both one, but not Henry. Henry's gonna be a winner. Okay. You know why I'd rather say Henry too? He's ranked lower. I love guys that are ranked lower. <laughs> All right. It was like, so I wanted yeah. to see if you guys wanted to take these honorable mentions as your answer. So one of them is Zach Ertz and the other one's Evan Ingram. You just spoke against Evan Ingram a couple of moments ago. You kind of just spoke against Zach Ertz a couple of moments ago, too. But do you have other titans that you were like, ah, oh, nah, this situation sucks? I think that, that um, just to clarify, when Ronnie said you were shitting on Ingram, you're talking about Pooch, and when he said I was shitting on Ertz, he was talking about me, but you guys, if you're listening, you already know that. Chris, do you have an answer now that I gave you a few extra oh, points? seconds? Hayden For tight end. Hayden Hurts. Hayden Hurts okay, had Pitts. a great year last year. He had a good year great. by standards. I think you're like, getting a little carried away with great, but he was all right. How many good tight end years were there last year? <laughs> I don't know. All right, then. He well, had a good year compared to the rest of the field. He had like... Eight to ten touchdowns. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. You he know, had a good year. I don't know. You know better than me. I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. No, but you're saying. You, no, I'm asking. Saying, I'm not. Yeah, trying, he had a good I'm not year. I shit on you. He had a good year, and they had a good momentum going. I mean, I know they had to take Kyle Pitts where they took him, but it's a shame that you know he should get a chance to move on. It don't. It ain't gonna work that way. Uh, you know, this is the second time it's happened in his career because yeah. Baltimore, he got taken over by Mark Andrews, and then he moves over to Atlanta, has a good year last year. Same thing. Drop Kyle Pitts. Real quick, did I? I don't think I mentioned a, a winner for free agent wide receivers, did I? Because I just thought about who is the winner. Go ahead. Go ahead. I shouldn't tell y'all this, but I'll give y'all this one for free. DJ Chark. That's my biggest winner. Okay. You got Trevor Lawrence. From whatever bumps he had last year when he was a complete bust, and then it helps that I had him last year. He was year. injured too. Remember, drafted guys that I had the year after. Remember, don't forget that philosophy. He was hurt last year as well, so that's and he was as well. he was hurt. He was playing with bum quarterbacks, and they were trying to lose. And so. they were trying to lose. So now he got Trevor Lawrence, a new system. He's back healthy. I think that's a great bounce back dude, and I think he'll pay off dividends if you take him this that's year. That's a really what good about one. What about loser for tight end? Do you have anybody besides the guys I mentioned? Loser for tight end? I think um, I think Jonu's a loser, period. I don't know if he lost it. <laughs> I guess I should have gotten that hit a couple of minutes ago, right? Yeah, I, How much you were shitting on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's a loser, period, but... Who is really a loser? Zach Ertz is another loser. I mentioned Ingram because of Galladay. Well, it depends uh, on the situation. Kyle Rudolph, Galladay. I don't think Ingram is a loser because he's still a t- the starting tight end. We're talking about guys that got competition in their position. You know what I mean? Like, Well, they signed Kyle Rudolph, I'm telling you, the Giants. Well, no. Nah, I'm telling you, man, the way Zach Ertz cried at the end of the last year, bro, they're cutting him or they're trading him or he's retiring. He's no, not really. playing for the Eagles next year. That's what I'm saying. Like, the so guy it depends where he goes. He could go somewhere where yeah, he could be fantasy he friendly. Yeah, six or eight touchdowns, and that's a decent year. We so we don't know that yet. So like Zagger is more to be determined. I just put him there because I just see him. Uh, I can't but, see. Well, first of all, I drafted him high last year. I'm one of those dudes that did that. But uh, over, two, over Jonathan Taylor. But like his days of the top five fantasy options are over. Yeah, no matter we, where he goes. Can we circle sense. back to when I told you that you're gonna regret that decision taking him over Jonathan Taylor? But I can't get a little credit for that though. There's no credit. Like people hit or miss. Yo, we're gonna write down each each no, other's hit or misses. Oh, know. he does. Because you're you're Mr. Perfect. You're Kurt Hanger. No, but people gotta know I'm nice Mr. Consistency. With oh, Mr. Consistency. I'm Mr. Perfect, Mr. Glody. Consistency. Anyways, I want to finish this podcast off. Let's let's talk about UFC 262. Let's talk about 261 because I won my party the last time. Yo, but, hit another one but why are we talking about what happened before? Like, we're going to circle back on everything we did good and 
We're talking about, we're talking about the parlay? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This guy, uh, he's here showing off like, you I'm in first place, I went parlays. But you know, to. I drafted Zach Ertz ahead of Jonathan Taylor, but we're not going to talk about that. We're, we're not going to talk about, about that. You got to take the good with the best, huh? <laughs> I hope you keep so it yeah, in mind. So yeah, UFC 262, man. <laughs> so, it's all about the main Khabib's event. belt is on the line. Oh, that's what we're calling it now? The Khabib belt? It's Khabib's belt. Khabib's belt until you am retired oh, in a year. Oh, this is the Chandler versus um, Chan- Olivera. Olivera. Damn. Yo, so son. this is the odds right here. So this is because we talk about it with odds, right? So Olivera is actually the favorite, minus 130. Michael Chan is the is underdog, plus 110. Just off the odds, I would put Chandler. This is a tough one to pick, by the way. But if I'm going with anybody and putting him on my parlay, it's going to be Michael Chandler. I love Oliveira. He's fucking been on an eight-fight win streak. Deserves a title fight. I'm glad they did this. Uh, uh, Poirier should have been in this fight, to be honest with you. But he took the Connor fight, number three, uh, which is in, like, two months. But just uh, I'm going with Michael Chandler, not just because of the parlay thing. I'm just thinking Michael Chandler. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, this is this tough? But I just see that, you know, where this fight can go as far as the ground. Michael Chan is a good wrestler. I just feel, let me put it this way. This, it's just a feeling, right? So, they, like, when Chandler signed with the UFC, it was, like, to prove, like, yo, like, Bellator, like, the best of Bellator can can keep up with the UFC kind of thing. And I, I don't know. I feel that he's riding that momentum from his first fight. And I don't know. I think he's going to win the title. And I think he's he'll be the one that fights Poirier or Connor by the end of the year. Uh, I mean, it's really a pick for me. I know uh, Chandler's the underdog, which is the only thing that would lead me towards picking Chandler. But I think it's a really good fight with two different styles, man. And I'm excited to see it. I don't even want to bet on it. Like, I really don't know who's going to come out on top. Like, Oliveira's been beasting lately. Beast, yeah. And he's looked good. Um, He put, you know, Tony in a bunch of... Different predicaments we'll last Tony and Tony, you know, Tony's been he's fell off a little bit, but it's just he, no, but he pieced them up like in different ways. Yeah, like yeah. just the way no, that he a, did it. It was very like he couldn't like it was a surgical with the he did him in all different ways. He did with Tony, but that's the thing. Like so that so we could say you were impressed by, it, but it was also kind of like the way Tony's been pieced up the last couple of fights. Kind of like no, hey, was it really impressive really victory? Tony, bro, like you can't really get a good gauge on who's versus Tony because. To that Gaethje fight, he's like you know maybe at some point you take too many fucking hits. You I know want, what I mean? I want to get the Goldie's answer on this fight. Like you watched Chandler in the past, you, I feel like you like the only one I've ever spoken to about like yo I like Michael Chandler when he's still having these fights in Bellator. But um, you think he becomes champion or you think all so, over is all over his time? So I want to touch on a few things that you guys spoke about. Like I don't I don't think you guys are giving um Oliver the proper respect because you hear talking about like yo. Like, the reason why he was able to do it to Tony is because he's, cause Gaethje did it to him, and then there's been a few people. And like, nah, bro, give the guy his respect. He did it to no, Tony. No, he's been beasting lately, yeah. And, like, he's done it to everybody he's been in the ring with. Or the cage it's, with. It's an eight-fight win streak, bro. It. You can't win eight fights My while man, beast. The thing is that it's been eight fights already. People remembering the Oliveira that first started that was... Talented as shit. Same, as, same for Chandler. But he though. was mass soft. He same was mass Chandler. soft. And he, anybody that was tough could beat him. But now he's transformed. He's grown. People forget. People grow in this sport. And they go from being very talented. And then once that switch hits, boom. The same thing happened with, I think Ma- it's with Max. Well, I was going to, you just took the words out of my mouth. It's very reminiscent of Max Holloway. Max Holloway. And I know this because I've. I watch fights. I've been doing this, like, you know, not to shit on y'all, but I've been doing this longer than y'all. I've seen them come and go, and I know how this works. And I think that this dude, not only am I going to pick this fight, but I'm going to do you one better. My boy Olivera is going to win the fight. I like Chandler. Not to shit on Chandler. He's good, but I just don't see him winning the fight. I think Olivera, for me, is an easy pick. He's going to do it to him, and then he's going to do it. So Connor or Poirier? No, it's a Poirier because Connor's not winning that. He's gonna <laughs> okay, okay. do it to Poirier after Poirier beats Connor. Okay, he's so gonna you see Olivera having like he's gonna win, win the title and, and have a successful title. And he's gonna defend it. Well, I don't know. I'm talking I'm about a title ring. Against title, Poirier, title. he's gonna beat Poirier. Just Poirier. That's what I'm saying. Like he'll even beat Connor if he happens to fight Connor, but I don't see it happening. Okay. 
But I see him meeting either one of those dudes or whatever. This Gaethje, the different animal. I don't know. I'll have to revisit that one and, and see. Yeah, Gaethje right now is the guy on the outside looking in as far as like this mini tournament. But just letting you know, like, Tony is a trash. Like, since the Gaethje fight. <laughs> I know. This thing. I mean, it's only like, been one fight Pooch. since the Gaethje fight, which Pooch. is against Rivera. So I know he's looked trash, Pooch, but what I'm going to tell you is. Connor has looked trash too. No, no. So you're gonna discredit. It's Khabib? only been one gonna... fight since the Gaethje fight. So uh-huh. that's another thing. It's only been one fight since the Gaethje fight, and not for nothing. Not I don't like excuses in a sense because Tony made this excuse of like he was Oliveira was a late replacement for somebody else, and, yeah. and Tony was like, "Yo, I didn't I didn't really prepare for like grappling. I was prepared for this fight." Which is like, yeah, but then it goes both ways, right? Like, he wasn't also prepared to fight Tony and short notice and that mm-hmm. So, Tony's fighting the co-main event, bro. We'll see what kind of Tony this is. And I like Pooch's point. He has a valid point. There is a point where a dude gets washed up and just stays washed up. Like, like the same way when a switch hits and you turn it on, the same way a switch is turned off. Once you have that fight, you go on a, on a slump and you never gain it back. But... He fought seven other guys that he beat. It wasn't only Tony. Right. So let's give him yeah, his no, props. No, he for made, sure. He no. made I think it's going to be a good fight. I me. didn't pick anyone. No, right? this is, like, yo, it's an easy pick. I'm no, like, listen. For me, for me, for me. No, this no. Is, this is, this is a... Lose it. And, and I don't think Chandler's ready for it. Like, I think they put him on a too, title fight way too soon. Well, you got to... I think it's because like, Poirier made the decision to fight Conor. You got what I'm saying? It was like, who else? You got to go with the hype. You can't even put... Gaethje was coming off a loss. No, and I understand why they're doing it. But I don't think he's going to win. I, I, they can't keep putting the personally, fight in. bro. We've had the belt for like four or five months, like without fighting, and then it was like, yo, they had to get a fight. The odds are like even money right now, and so with the even money, it just goes to show you how what the biggest things about this fight is like, yo, like it's a toss up. Like we don't know who's gonna really win or not. Uh, just quickly, Tony Ferguson against I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name, but now Darush, Pooch, you maybe know how to pronounce it better than me. But anyways, Tony's the underdog in this fight as well. What a, a guy that's. Trying to get into the top five, trying to be next, like with with Gaethje and you know these guys for next for Tarasha maybe in a year or so. So do you see Tony bouncing back? Because you're saying right here, Tony doesn't look bad. No, he said he's washed up, so he better go with Darius. I'm not gonna go with Darius because I haven't you seen mean? any Bar- Benil Darius. I've seen him. What do you think? So then, so then you give us the. I'm going with Ferguson. You going, Ferguson. going with, with Ferguson. a bounce back victory. And if he, I put it like this, if. If Tony don't win this fight, he's washed. And if he's Tony wins this fight, depending on what fashion he wins it, then we could determine whether he's washed or not. Tadashi in the you future. He's not saying? that far from Tadashi, bro. Let's be real. Like, just look at the guys that Tony has lost to. So you're telling me that if Tony were to win this fight and then win another one. That's another that thing that Pooch is not looking at the level of competition that Tony is fighting against. He lost against Gaethje and against... Olivera. Uh, Olivera. Like, yo, bro, you guys like he lost against Bums. You know what I'm saying? If lose against Bums, that's a different story. No, no. I say he got cracked against Gaethje, which is very different. No, yeah, he got cracked. He got cracked, bro. He, like, broke his head. But the, Broke his over the bone, bro. But he, could come, not... but he could come back from that is what I'm saying. Like, wow. Or even though once you look at uh, Koscheck, when they broke his orbital, he was never the same after that. So you might have a point with that. That's what I'm saying. Is that Tony's made a career of like slugging it out and always being the toughest dude on the mat, regardless of win or loss. And it's like after yeah. a while, bro, those hits you can't. It's unfortunate. You think it may have caught up to him? It's For possible. Sure. It's unfortunate he never got to fight Khabib. But I don't love Darius personally. Like, he's a high, he's a solid dude, but uh, he's not an ale dude to me. You know what I'm saying? Like he might win. Cause Tony might be washed up, but I not definitely but Tony though, cause but, you know the, the underdog the plus one thirty. You want to win money? Yeah, I'm, I will go with Tony. I'm and I'm doing to win the money. same. I'm putting my parlay, and I'm actually gonna put Tony. I'm a fan of Tony. I could see a uh, you know a situation where he wins this fight, wins another fight after, and he's we're talking about him getting a title shot like later buddy it depends on the year he has to win very impressive yeah I mean it's, it's gonna be great win. so uh, this weekend will tell us a lot about a lot of fighters you know what I'm saying like we'll see yeah, if you know, Olivera is as good as we think or Michael Chandler too same like, there's, like, probably, like, there's a lot of people in that, in that uh, line for lightweight but I mean it's lining up no, it's one of the best you, know, you got Gaethje waiting I think probably the best division you got Poirier and McGregor if like, Chandler wins but I think it's like McGregor not, beats, knockout TKO I know you you got Poirier winning that next fight I know you got Poirier winning that next fight and it's in July We'll talk about it as it gets sooner, but McGregor wins, bro. He's fucking like the he's whole division is just fucked up. No, the winner of that fight well, is Tyler Shaw. But the thing is that I think McGregor, the way you think Tony's washed up, I think McGregor's washed up. I think we've seen more of an 
of a sample size from McGregor being washed up than than well, Tony. How? Uh, because uh, it could like the I don't know. He lost it. What do you mean? He, no, no, he lost oh, to Poirier oh, and Khabib. Oh, now it matters. What is? No, so I was gonna say he that. Lost I think to the great, he lost to the, the the best pound for pound fighter like with that he just retired. When we say washed yeah, up. But why did he retire? Because he knew dude was coming. No, dude guys was definitely. Coming. Guys definitely involved. I was gonna say that. I think he hasn't beat everybody. He hasn't cleaned out the division. Tom. Who could be? Yeah, he hasn't beat everybody. He hasn't beat Oliveira. He hasn't beat Chandler. He hasn't beat Gaethje. No, he beat I don't Gaethje. think he left. He tapped out Gaethje. Yeah, he tapped he out Gaethje. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that was the last Poirier. Like with Tony, I don't think we, with Conor and Tony, the difference between them is that with Conor, we is more like rust wash, right? Like he just hasn't been fighting, been active. Wait, Tony yeah, is more like we think Gaethje. Broke him like yo, you, like you he just going, like based off the last fight, like why bro, bro, his leg, his leg got compromised, bro. Like, and GSP didn't want to fight Khabib. That, yes, that, that's that's that's, yes, that's what happened. Nah, it didn't. Yes, he did. He could have came back. What you mean? They, they, Dana didn't want to make it, bro. But Khabib could have. This he is to Khabib. Khabib didn't go above and beyond to get the fight. Is what I'm saying. So we can't discredit Khabib if the fight never happened. If the fight never happened, never happened. Don't discredit my boy either. Khabib, like, <laughs> no, we're, not gonna, we're not going off topic with that. Uh, I'm glad you guys gave the answer. Yeah, I know you love GSP, but like, let's keep it where it's at. We are keeping it where it's at. The GOAT. Any Khabib. last words? Any last words before we send it you off? You cannot say GSP is the GOAT. GSP is the GOAT. How can I not He's say it? He's your GOAT. Any last words before we send How it off? How is Khabib the GOAT? I never said Khabib's a goal. I guess I'm going to just send it off since these guys are going to get into this. John, after we record John Jones? Nah, yeah. yeah. Until next time, episode 27 in yeah, the books. Undoubtedly, yes. Peace. Yes.